Hi, and welcome to the Real Talk Podcast with myself, MP. So, you're probably wondering, who the hell is MP and what on earth is Real Talk? Well, allow me to introduce myself. I'm just your normal everyday guy, living life as any other. I have a job, a wife, a kids, a house and all of that. So what makes me different then? I look at life in a funny way, you know, and I'm not afraid to talk about it going from the weird all the way to the wonderful and everything that comes in between. You know sometimes in life you get that little crazy situation which comes up only once in a lifetime? Yeah, that's me man, I talk about that. So, that's where Real Talk comes in. It's a podcast discussing all of life's craziest talking points. With that being said, it's time to get started. So grab your favourite drinks, grab your favourite snacks, find that comfy spot in your house, you know exactly which one I'm talking about. Sit back, relax and welcome to Real Talk. Yes, what's going on people? Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with myself, MP. And you know what? As promised, I told you, man, I'm doing back-to-back-to-back episodes right now. So, um, this one's all about time travel, man. You know what? I went back. So, um, obviously, I went I went to uh, Istanbul not long ago. I went to Turkey. And it gave me some time to sort of, like, reflect, obviously, on some of the older episodes that I've done on the pod. Um... So, you know, in my downtime, obviously, with no internet and all that out there, obviously, besides when you got the Wi-Fi and stuff, had nothing else to do. So I was sitting there and I was just listening to some of the older episodes and I was like, you know what? I think I can pull a pull a new episode based off the old episodes. And uh, I just went back and I started just like thinking about where I started with this pod, man. You've got to remember, I've been doing this for about a year and a half now. Yeah, we're like 30-something episodes deep. And it's kind of mad because when I started this... I was sort of just thinking, how can I, you know, and I've spoken about this multiple times, it's kind of like, how can I talk about everything I want to talk about without just boring people in it? So I decided to start the pod. So anyway, here I am now, and I've reviewed some of these episodes, and I've just gone back, and there was a few that really stood out to me, and I thought, you know what, let's go back and talk about it. So going all the way from the very beginning, you'll listen to episode one, and bruv I had I didn't even have a clue what I was doing at that time I didn't know how to start it um I think I heard it back and I think I literally just started it by going yo it's MP welcome to real talk sounding bare monotone and I think once I got into it I was a little bit more and I think it literally took maybe like you know good three four maybe five episodes before I really started to get a feel for how to do this podcast thing you know um I've always been somewhat of a talker so it's not the talking aspect is not a problem, but obviously when you're trying to piece together a pod, you're trying to do this thing properly. Do you know what I mean? So um, starting from the very beginning, that was EP one. Um, I think my first proper episode, episode two, lockdown and keep insane, brother. I genuinely did not know what to expect. You know, um, straight off the back, I thought I'm not gonna do this on my own. I, I need to get people on here to make it as entertaining as possible. So I think for that episode, if I'm not mistaken, I had Yasin and Fuzo on with me. And um, that was a mad starting episode, you know. It's just us boys just chatting a whole lot of waffle, man. I really didn't know what to expect. And I think it was a bit of a feeler of uh, what was to come, you know. At the time, we touched on what was the hot topic, and to some extent still is the hot topic, of uh, lockdown. You know, keeping sane during lockdown and all of that stuff. And um, it was kind of mad. You know, I remember specifically one thing Yasin mentioned was that everyone started making banana bread. <laughs> and I just started dying, bro. I was like, bro, what was we even talking about? 
Do you know what I mean? Um, lockdown, man. That, that whole episode was just based around this whole COVID pandemic. And, you know, I recently travelled to Istanbul and it's um, it's mad how they're trying to protect themselves over there. Everywhere you still got to wear a mask. You know, here in the UK, it's been sort of alleviated a little bit. But I think it's coming back now where we might need to start putting on masks. And I'm hearing some talks, you know, on the socials, on the Twitter sphere um, about some form of a lockdown coming back in. Um, which is mad, given that that episode was done so long ago, man. We're talking all the way back in May 2020, you know, May, June time, something like that, bruv. It's been literally a year and a bit since then. And we're still floating around the whole COVID lockdown all of that stuff man um but sometimes they were difficult you know people were literally working from home they were locked in their houses for the best part of three months initially it started off as oh yeah it'll be a two-week lockdown bruv that just went on for time um moving on man episode four was another one that stood out for me those fml moments that's what the episode is called man genuinely to date that's probably one of the funniest episodes that we've done man and i think that just had me in stitches you know um <laughs> it's literally one of them ones that i've listened to this episode and i'm and i'm not even joking here right you know sometimes that like, obviously i travel for work in it and sometimes when i don't have anything to listen to because there's only so much music you can listen to and whatever um i listen to other podcasts and stuff like that but sometimes when you just want to zone out and just have a laugh this is one of my go-to episodes, isn't it? and that's not even me blowing my own trumpet, bro, because it is genuinely just so funny. You know, it's just absolute, like, shithousery and situations people get themselves into and all of these FML moments, man. It was just, like, jokes on jokes and jokes. And I remember one situation that particularly stood out was um, that one guy who got caught by, <laughs> by his girlfriend's dad. <laughs> sniffing his mom's sniffing her mom's underwear bruv it would be, be like what oh my days man so then <laughs> that genuinely like listen look if you're only just tuning into the pod now and you want to get a feel for what real talk is in that side you know the banterous humorous like funny stuff then go and listen to episode four those fml moments and i promise you you'll be in absolute stitches, innit? That was that was the funniest episode. I'm not even guessing. It was so funny, man. It was sick. It was sick. Um, episode 8, man. Homelessness in the UK. Um, this episode, I think it took me a little while. So I think at them times there, I was doing back-to-back episodes, probably dropping like two a week, man. And the work rate was mad. Obviously, you got to remember that I was mad excited at the time. Um, so I was just like kind of going, bam, 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 I'm going to do this episode, I'm going to do that, and all these ideas and creative juices are just flowing, so I'm just trying to bang out EP after EP after EP after EP, and I think between episode 1 and episode maybe 10, it was like 2 a week, so that's literally just like the work rate that I was going at, I think at one point I even dropped maybe 3 episodes a week, a Monday, a Wednesday, and a Sunday, um, and, you know, I, I tend to sort of record these and get them out, like, literally next day. Or I will schedule it to publish on the next morning. So it's like, you got to remember, I'm trying to get other people to be free and working around all of this stuff. But I think by the time we got to episode 8, 
you know, we we done a couple of funny episodes. We done the usual banterous stuff, and I thought, I think we need to touch on serious topics. And I think this was one of the first episodes where I said, okay, let's let's talk about something serious, but let's not just make it about anything. We need to talk about something serious that is happening here and now, and that's something that we can see with our own eyes on a day-to-day basis and homelessness in the UK bro it's one of the maddest things that happens and I think a lot of people kind of overlook it and this was a serious episode for me you know and this one really hit hard man myself and Fuza went out on the streets of Leicester to speak to some of these genuine homeless people and um you know just a couple of things that really stood out is that um there was this guy who actually had family here and he keeps in touch with them but he didn't want their help nor did they want to help him in any way until he got himself sorted out and you know it was just one of them man it it was like it was just hard hitting you know and i think at the time when myself and fuza were walking around it was like very quickly and very easily can you suss out who's genuinely homeless against them ones who are just trying to sort of make a quick bit of pee to fund their habits and you know talking to these people you can really tell how frustrated the genuine homeless people are because of what they're getting you know they get this rep because of something that's out of their control because other men are giving them a bad name um and all they want is just a little bit of help and guidance man and it was i think this episode within itself was a proper baseline of what real talk is you know, it's like we can do the fun stuff, we can do the banter and all of that stuff for time and it like we can talk about that and have a laugh until end of days, but if we're not really addressing and talking about some of the real issues, then what is real talk? You know, it's in the description, man. It's real, it's raw, it's direct, it's real talk, that is what it is. And it's one of them ones that a lot of people don't really feel comfortable talking about some of these things. You know, they don't feel comfortable talking about some of the hard-hitting difficult topics that come across but me real talk man is just hand in hand it's that these things need to be spoken about to raise awareness to get a conversation going to get people talking about these things because otherwise how else are we going to help each other man you know um but yeah i think episode eight homelessness in the uk definitely sort of hit a very early benchmark on real talk about let's let's move away from the humor and let's mix it up with some actual serious talk do you know what i mean um my listeners and i know it's the sort of and i don't mean this in a bad way in it it's that just looking at some of the stats you can tell what episodes get more plays because people just want to and this is you know this is what in all fairness a lot of people do want to do this where they just want to zone out and have a laugh and just kind of get on with their day and whatever so they will listen to the more banterous humorous episodes and whatever and then you've got the others who will tune in to every episode whether it be serious or not and then you've got others who will just tune in just for the serious ones so i think this was the start of real talk really diving into stuff which is a little bit more serious do you know what i mean um episode nine man right off the back of uh, homelessness in the UK I've done episode 9 which was Mr and Mrs real talk on relationships so this was the one the only time I've managed to convince my missus to join me on the pod and it took mad convincing in it 
I'm not even joking. Um, she's mad shy to get on the mic, you know, and I'm the complete opposite. It's like any opportunity to kind of jump on the mic and talk about something, I'm there. I'm there for it. You know, I'm always up for a discussion and the more people to hear it, the better. And uh, she's completely the opposite. She's kind of like, don't get me wrong, she likes to um, discuss these topics as well. But I think just getting her on the mic, man, all my days, that was a mission. And finally she done it and she said, okay, you know, just for just for you to shut up basically in it. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think this to date has been the most requested episode. Um, you know, we touched on relationship advice for a shit ton of things. And surprisingly, for the most part, we were on the same page. I don't know if that was me just being my diplomatic self thinking, all right, don't get into an argument live on the mic, don't get into an argument um, and all of that stuff. But it was um, quite a fun episode to record, man. I'm not going to lie. And you know what? I've been trying to convince her, man. I've been trying to say to her, get back on the mic. You know, let's do another pod. And she's just like, no. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, what else am I supposed to say to that, man? Um, but it's like I said, to date, it's been the most requested episode. Um... People just want to hear us on the pod together for some reason. I don't know. It's a bit weird. It's what it is, man. Um, episode 16, Prison Life and the Aftermath. This, I feel at this point, um, in my eyes, Real Talk really blew up. You know, this is this was the one where people were excited. People were, you know, they were intrigued. They were, um, you know, they just wanted to really listen to what prison was like. And... When I first sort of like advertised the episode, when I was doing the whole marketing side of things and, you know, trying to get everyone on a hype for it. Um, I don't know if people were under the impression that I had been to prison <laughs> and that's what they wanted to hear about. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. It just kind of blew. And I had IP on this episode. You know, he's been on a couple and um, he was talking about his experience you know he he's actually been to prison and he spoke about it very openly and honestly and this was an absolutely no holes barred episode and it really sort of brought out the essence of what real talk is in it and um to date this is the most listened to episode on the pod you know i think when people look at it they read the description and you know, I'm still getting plays on this regularly. People are still tuning in to see what prison life and the aftermath is all about. Um, and this was a hard hitter. You know, I think human nature in general, particularly when you know someone um, or know of someone, but you're not really like on level with, but you know of them. I think it's in human nature to kind of want to know more about their life. Um, I don't know if that's just the nosiness aspect of it, if that's just them wanting to, you know, get into someone else's business like that. <laughs> um, but it's just no, wanting to know the ins and outs of what they've been through and all of that stuff in it. And I think um, IP very openly said it, that these people don't give a shit about him, me, anyone, but they just want to know what's going on just so they can talk. Is what it is, man. But Prison Life and the Aftermath, that was a mad episode, man. That was um, one of my favourites to record. I think it just kind of... At the time, I didn't really know IP that well either. And the fact that he kind of came through and said, you know what, boom, let's talk. I was just like, right, cool, man. <laughs> That's calm. Um, episode 21. Okay. Episode 21 was an episode that really hit hard. You know, it hit home... Uh, very close to home to me 
you know, uh, episode 21 was mental health with uh, Dr. Sophie and KK. And the reason why it was one of my favorite episodes to do is that I think mental illness, mental health is something that, you know, in recent times has very much been spoken about a lot more than what it used to be. Um, but because it hit so close to home because of my own personal experiences, it gave me an opportunity to kind of talk about it and in the hope that it could help someone else as well. Do you know what I mean? Um, the feedback that I got from this episode was like none other. You know, some people literally turns around and said, like, wow, Ems, you know what? The advice that was given has opened doors for those people. It helped those people to help other people. You know, like, friends of friends were tuning into this episode and they were being referred to by people who listened to the episode going, listen, man, if you want to talk about mental health, go listen to this episode, go listen to this pod, because... This will sort of give you an insight as to how you're feeling with someone who deals with mental illness. And this will give you some, like just a glimmer, a little glimpse of how to deal with mental illness from both a medical perspective and from a sort of like, um, you know, uh, therapy type of perspective as well. Do you know what I mean? The stuff that KK does is great. You know, the um, <clears throat> dealing with it from a social side of things and the feedback man honestly some people were just like someone actually turns around and said to me you know what it was great listening to you talk with these people about your own experiences because it made it so relatable and I think for me that was like the biggest sort of eye-opener that you know what you shouldn't be afraid to talk about mental illness bruv because just by you talking about your own experiences and letting other people know that they're not on their own can very much help someone else sort of like come out of that cocoon of feeling embarrassed that they've got mental illness and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Um, and this episode really sort of took me in another direction because um, I was even approached by a few people to host like mental health talk sessions and uh, interview other health professionals off the back of this episode just because some people enjoyed it that much. In fact, the only opportunity i'm not saying the only opportunity but the only thing that i did manage to sort of do in that respect was um at work when we had a mental health session um the fellow who was organizing this session approached me and he said ems you've done this before i've listened to the pod it was sick um i'm organizing this session but i want you to basically host the whole interview portion which was basically like the whole session i think Literally, it was 50 minutes, five minutes intro, five minutes outro, and then 50 minutes of me just doing what I'd done on the pod again. Um, and that's the effect, man. And I think for me, that one's just like one of those episodes that I really enjoyed doing because I could draw on my own experiences. Do you know what I mean? Um, since then, I feel like the pod has pretty much been plain sailing. Um, I've been enjoying doing it. You know, the main thing is that I'm enjoying doing this podcast, man. You know, the number of episodes has been reduced in terms of um, how many I'm releasing and how often I'm releasing it. But it's like I said, man, at first I was just way too excited and I was just wanting to make loads of episodes and get them out quick, 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 quick. And I think everyone was just catching a hype, but me not realizing that, um, you know, by doing that, by just doing loads of episodes, um, I'm, I'm losing a lot of the quality. Do you know what I mean? 
So now for me, it's kind of like I've grown back on the amount. Don't get me wrong, bro. I've got so many more episodes that I want to do. I've got so many more ideas floating around um, and all of that stuff. But I think right now for me, it's more so quality over quantity. And I think you guys as listeners would also appreciate that. Um, one thing that I do need to touch on, <clears throat> you know, sorry, just one sec, one sec. Again, a bit of that dry mouth, you know. Um, one thing that I do need to touch on is that a little while ago, I did make an announcement that I was going to be doing a YouTube channel to go along with the pod. And I think I may have already addressed this, but just to reiterate, man, unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen in it. <laughs> um, I've just not got the time nor the capacity. And as much as I would love to, who knows, man, somewhere in the future, I would definitely want to do that. Um, it's just one of them, man. You know, I, I put out a question session on my Instagram not long ago um, and I open it up ask me anything that you want and I'll answer it on the next pod and that pod was supposed to come a few weeks ago but unfortunately I didn't get a chance to do it so here it is and I'm going to answer all of these questions for you now so question number one was favourite episode recorded so far and I've just mentioned it it's got to be the mental health episode for me <clears throat> as I said that one hit so close to home and I think something has got to come along to top it where I can really relate to it, you know, and that's not to sort of shit on all the other episodes that I've done because obviously I love doing this pod, but I think it's more so that just the sort of a reaction that I got from it and everything that came after it, you know, I think if another episode hits like that, then it will be a contender for definite. Um, what's next? What's next for real talk? Mate, you know what, yeah, um, <clears throat> I've got I've got all of these ideas in my head, like I said, I wanted to do a YouTube channel, I wanted to do like a reaction channel type of thing to go along with the podcast, um, so maybe that might be next, you know, I'm looking to get myself out to a wider audience, so, you know, I might... I might look at sort of different streams of how to get this pod going in another direction where I can branch out to where the people... I mean, right now, the pod's being listened to in multiple countries worldwide. I'm not going to run through the list, but <clears throat> it's it's one of them ones where I really want to sort of branch out and start getting shit tons of plays in it. Um, what's really next for Real Talk? I think maybe radio try and get myself on the radio, you know, like, do a Real Talk Live session, maybe start hosting Real Talk Live, you know, get get little small shows going with, like, 30, 40, maybe 50 people and just do a live Real Talk, man, up on the stage, get some guests coming through and stuff like that. Who knows, man, might go into hosting. <laughs> you know, I've hosted a couple of stuff as well, like, events and that. Um, so, yeah, if you've got an event coming up and you need a host, um, holler me. Let, let me know. I'm there for it. When will you just do this full time? Look, man, the day someone approaches me and goes, I will give you a salary of 50,000, upwards to quit your job and to create content for a podcast, then that is when I will do this full time. In it. Like, at the moment, I just cannot afford to uh, quit my day job and just start doing a pod full time, man. Just can't do it, bro. Can't do it. Um, who was your favourite guest so far? Wow, you know what? I've not actually had that many guests in it. Um, so 
just running off the top of my head, a couple of guests that I've had. Obviously, I've had my boys on there, so I don't really count them as guests. So Fuzo, Ibi, and Yasin are out the at the sort of question there. Um, couple of guests, man. I've had IP on there. I had Casper from Hillagym. I had um, Ross from uh, Monroe Fabrications. He was on there on the Business Talk episode. The three of them got together. I had uh, Z Fit on there. I had Dr. Sophie on there. I had KK on there. Um, yeah, you know what? I don't think I can pick any one favourite guest because they all brought something different to the table. You know, you've got to remember that when we're talking about something that they're knowledge in, they can talk for time and that in itself is quite intriguing. You know, it's interesting very interesting to see what they're talking about and from what angle they're coming at on any given particular topic um so it's quite difficult to make a comparison i think the only only three that you could really compare because they were all on the same episode was a uh, casper ip and ross when we were doing the business talk episode because them three were collabing together at the time to um you know do the hella gym stuff um but even that, I think all three of them brought a different perspective on their business sort of mindset and how they go about doing things, their creativity and all of that stuff. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, I can't pick a favourite guest, man. And you know what? I know that people like Yasin and Fuzo and that are listening to this guy. And, oh, it's just MP being his usual diplomatic self and right here, here. But you know what? Piss off, man. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Can you see yourself becoming a star? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real, I can. I can. And that's not even me gassing, man. I think um, right now, I just need the support, man. You know, I need the... Uh, I need... You know what it is, bruv? For me, and this really sort of irritates me, is that you really need to urge people to share your content. And that's not just a podcast, that's with anything. You know, if you're doing a business, if you're doing, uh, I don't know, man, if you're a vlogger, TikTok, whatever it is, um, you really need people to share your content. And you shouldn't have to, I feel you really shouldn't have to go out of your way to get people to share your shit, you know. And it's about that awareness, isn't it? Like, if, like let's just say, for example, 10 people share it, those 10 people have got 100 followers each. So you're looking at what, like a thousand, thousand people have seen your podcast being advertised, right? And it just has to go from there. You know, it's all about that growth, innit? So for me, like becoming a star, as you say, um, yeah, I can see it happening. But remember, man, no, no one thing can be done by yourself, innit? It's like you need the support of others. You need that sort of like help, if you will. You need that... Um, you know, you need like a train behind you. Yes, you're the one creating the content. Yes, you're the one who's coming up with the ideas. Yes, you're the one who's recording it and publishing it and doing all the, you know, legwork. But what good is that if you've not got people who are ready and prepared to share your shit? You know, people will very happily bang up a picture of like Kylie Jenner has shaved her legs. Bruv, who gives a fuck if she shaved her legs, bruv? We're talking about real shit here, but you don't want to post that for whatever reason, you know, and I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not telling you how to use your socials, I'm not telling you what to do with your thing, but I'm saying that in order for someone to be able to grow, it's that you need the support of people in it, and I feel like I've got good support at the minute, but I'm trying to do this organically, bruv, you, you gotta understand that, 
you know, that I'm not trying to force people to share my stuff. I'm not trying to force people to listen to the pod. I'm trying to get, you know, my demographic, as you will, is sort of like all natural. If someone enjoys what I'm doing, if someone enjoys what I'm like recording and the episodes that I'm putting out there and likes looking at my socials and they want to share it, then that's calm. If someone looks at me and goes, bro, what is he doing, man? He's a flipping weirdo, isn't it? Then that's calm as well, bro. That's your opinion. I'm not forcing you to share it. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, if you're just kind of floating and I'm seeing you sharing mad other shit that's completely irrelevant, it's not difficult to just hit that share button, innit? You know, just support, man, innit? That's all I'm saying, bro. I'm, I'm begging a little bit here. It sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah, shit. <laughs> Okay, next question. Uh, what's the most controversial topic you can think of doing? Um, oh, wow. Most controversial topic I can think of doing. Um, it depends on how you sort of look at controversy. Um, for some people, controversial could be simple as talking about LGBT stuff. For others, it might be marriage. I don't know, man. I think given that the vast majority of my listeners at this moment, I think anyway, because it doesn't tell me this on my stats, I think are Asian listeners. I think the most controversial topic that I could possibly think of doing is talking about sex. And the reason for it is that I think particularly within the Asian culture, um, you don't really talk about sex like that. You don't talk about it to your parents. You very rarely talk about it to, like, your friends, um, dependent on the types of friends that you have. Um, But it's one of them ones that you won't really sort of talk about it in depth in it. It's like, can you imagine us guys sitting on the pod and talking about, like, sexual intercourse, you know, STDs, STIs, you know, um, all of that stuff, using condoms, contraception, um... Yeah, I think people might listen to it and go, right, are these men really talking about safe sex? Are they really talking about us Asians doing sex? It's like, don't get me wrong, bruv. For, for, for some reason, it's that particularly the older generation, um, they have this thing where it's like such a mad taboo subject, bruv. You just don't talk about it. You know, it's one of them ones where the kissing scene comes up in a movie. Everyone's just like, looks away. One's hiding under a pillow. The other one's gone to make a cup of tea. One's on their phone. One's hidden behind the sofa. One's gone to the toilet. <laughs> you know, it's one of them ones. Um, but it just makes me think, bruv. It's like, how how do you know where kids come from, bruv? <laughs> you know, you've got to do the deed to plant the seed. One of them. But yeah, definitely, man. I think sex, sex and everything sex related is probably the most controversial topic I can think of doing. I don't know what kind of questions I would put out there. I don't know what kind of responses or comments that I would get if I was to do that particular topic, you know, and a whole episode on sex. I think just and I'm not talking just about the act itself. I'm talking like, you know, um, everything that falls under that category in it. So we're talking like the effects of like pornography. We're talking the effects of like prostitution. We're talking um, cheating. We're talking, you know, like everything that's all sex related. And I think that's something that's very much not spoken about, particularly in our Asian community. Um, 
and I can understand it to some extent. It's like a whole respect sort of boundaries. It's a whole sort of like you know rare tear traditions and bloody blah, blah. But at the same time, it's kind of like it happens. I think you need to talk about it because until you don't actually address that, it is happening. Because bruv, there's so many men out there and girls who will very happily go and you know do the whole sex thing, but they're all doing it behind closed doors and they don't want to talk about it. So yeah, controversy, man. That that is a very controversial topic. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, next question: How do you form your opinions? <laughs> I have. I, um, I suppose I think about it. I don't really know how to answer that. Um, you know what it is. For most things, I try to look at it, like look at a certain topic or subject, um, from all perspectives before I actually decide how I feel about a certain thing you know I won't just take someone else's word for it I won't just kind of um you know be very easily influenced to believe in a certain thing without judging it for myself um so yeah I suppose that in a way I have answered that question that I kind of form my opinion based on my own experience of a certain something you know and I know that not a lot of people agree with that because there might be certain some things which is just an outright yes or no answer but I'm kind of there teetering in the middle being my usual diplomatic or sorry as my you know fellow brethrens like to call it diplomatic because I'm always sitting on the fence um usual diplomatic self and just going that well yeah you know I like to question things a lot as well isn't it I don't sort of just take an answer for what it is. I like to understand the ins and outs of why that answer is being given to me. Um, so, yeah, that is how I form my opinions. Favourite car? Oh, man. Definitely not a Lambo. <laughs> Sorry, Flood. <laughs> um, nah, an Audi R8. You know, drop top, spider thing, whatever you want to call it. That it has to be my all-time sort of like... Just love it. It just looks sex. Um. Yeah, yeah, definitely that one. Favorite piece of chicken? <laughs> oh, you guys are killing me, man! Favorite piece of chicken? Definitely a thigh or a leg, like a drumstick. You know, um, I find the breast piece like too meaty. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, there's too many, too many, like it's too meaty in it. You know, and sometimes the flavor doesn't sink all the way through. But a thigh has got like that. Hmm. You know what I mean? Particularly if you're having chicken with skin on, bruv, that, ooh, that leg piece, that whole leg piece, man, drumstick and the thigh, that just hits differently. You know what I mean? Um, when it's done properly. Wow. Yeah. Nando's, yes or not? Bruv, okay, so I think whoever sent, I can't even remember who sent me these questions, but I'm pretty sure that favorite piece of chicken was related to this Nando's, but it goes Nando's, yes or no? Now, bruv, look, yeah, don't hate me for this. I know a lot of people love Nando's. I love Nando's. But, and this is where it gets a little bit techie, right? Nando's, as of late, has been so hit and miss. And I don't know how many people are going to agree with me on this. But, you know, sometimes when you're fully craving a Nando's and you just kind of say, yeah, screw it, I'm going to go. So you go Nando's. You order your meal. You know, usually for me, it's a half chicken, hot, peri chips, a coleslaw. You know, start off with a little halloumi sticks. And then I get a little, as Yasin likes to call it, waste man Portuguese bread roll to go on the side. 
Because, you know, man's, man's Portuguese, so I've got to have that bread with that chicken, bro. It just goes in. Yeah, that's my genuine, sort of, like, general go-to meal when I go to Nando's. Unless I'm feeling sort of, like, a little bit adventurous and then I'll get a butterfly chicken. Or chicken thighs. Um, but no, so that's generally what I go for, right? And then when you've got that craving, and then it just comes out dead. Not enough sauce on it, not enough flavour, not enough, like, it's not being cooked to perfection. Do you know what I mean? One of them ones. And then other times, you go Nando's just on a whim, and it comes out absolutely 10-10, and you're just like, wow, this is Nando's, in it? Um, so, yeah, definitely a Nando's lover, 100%. Um, so, Nando's, yes or no, it's a definite yes, but when it doesn't hit, it just vexes me, in it? And if you're telling me as a Nando's goer on a regular, if you've constantly, consistently have had... 1010 Nando's, you're lying to me and you're lying to yourself. Um, who wears the trousers at home? Uh, <laughs> nah, it's um it's a bit of a mix in it. I think very much in our house, man, we've got like this uh there is no out and out leader. There's a certain understanding that we both take joint responsibility of everything that happens in the house. Um, from looking after the kid to cooking to cleaning to doing the chores to going shopping you know everything is not a that's a you job and this is a me job you know there's no sort of like oh you need to go do this this and this and I'm just gonna chill or you need to go do blah, blah, blah. there's nothing of that you know a lot of people will take the piss and say oh yeah the wife always wears the trousers but genuinely speaking bro it's not like that man um, I'm very grateful and I'm very sort of like blessed that my missus is hella independent and you know i go off to like travel for work once every few weeks for three four days at a time and in them days there she be getting a little one up for nursery gets her ready gets herself ready drops her to nursery goes to work picks her up comes home cleans the house she cooks does the laundry you know all of that stuff on her own and then when i come home it's like alleviating the pressure because then I'll do like the school runs, I'll do the washing the dishes, I'll cook a meal every sort of like other day or something, you know what I mean? So it's like properly a mixed responsibility, man. That's the only way you make a household work. As my dad likes to say, you can't only clap with one hand. So you need two to make the household run correct. So a bit of fatherly advice from my own father. Yeah. <laughs> um, who is your best friend? Oh my days. This was either Fuzo or Yasin who sent this through, man. So you know what? Mm, I don't have one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a best friend, man. I've got many, many very close best friends, but no one out and out. I heard you're a size six. Please confirm the rumors. Flipping hell, man. All right. Let's just, let's just get this out there, bruv. I'm going to come real close to the mic and I'm going to lower my voice right now, yeah? Bruv. And I'm telling you this in the nicest way possible. Live on the mic, live on the pod. Man is not a size six. I'm a size seven. <laughs> nah, I'm a seven, seven and a half, maybe an eight, man. It depends on the crep, innit, bruv? Allow you and your flipping, like, size six stuff, man. I heard that you will indeed, definitely, definitely be there for sure. Yes, I will definitely be there for sure. Will you? <laughs> Sure, man, I'll be there. 
Do You Miss Me? That was from one of my boys in Berms. Man like Wazim. You know what? Yes, bruv. I do miss you. And I will say that, man. You know what it is, bruv? Okay, look. So, going off topic a little bit here. So, obviously, you go through phases of friends in your life, innit? And I think once you've hit uni, whatever friends you make in uni, I think those are sort of like your last group of actual friends that you carry through before you make your next set. Like, does that make sense? So, like, for me, my uni boys will always be my uni boys and I don't think I'll ever lose touch with them. And then I made more friends when I started um, work at where I currently work and a few of them I've held on to tight because I really sort of like connected with them. So they're two separate groups of friends but I hold them very near and dear to me, innit? Unfortunately, it just so happens that I went uni in Birmingham so a lot of them are from Birmingham, like all my uni mates are from Birmingham and we don't get time to link up as often as we used to because flipping life happened. So yes, to answer your question, Wasim, I do miss you, bruv. And uh, hopefully soon link up. We shall uh, do something, innit? Uh, does a staircase go up or down? <laughs> I think it's um, all due to perspective. Are you going from ground floor up or are you coming from top floor down? You know, like if you're going from ground floor up, then I guess you're going up the staircase and vice versa, you know. Um, sacrifice your hat collection or your kid lol joke bruv you gotta be one twisted ass mofo to sacrifice your kid over your hat collection like my hat collection is probably worth like probably about uh, actually no I'm not even gonna say it man next man will try to rub my house on that but um, my kid's not worth that much man what's wrong with you people bruv come on um, follow up to the above has there ever been a day where you don't wear a hat I've known you for almost 10 years and I don't think I've seen you go a day without. <laughs> you know what? True talk. Um, I am a massive, massive collector of hats. As a lot of people know, um, there has been plenty of days where I don't wear a hat. You know, some days I just can't find the right hat to go with the outfit. So I'll just say allow it and instead I'll try and do my hair up and whatever. Um obviously to like events like weddings and such you know i don't wear a hat um i think i've massively changed the dynamic at work um because at work we don't have sort of like formal wear and stuff like that but at the same time i don't think anyone used to ever come into work with a hat until i joined and then i started wearing a hat regularly got pulled up on it a couple of times but you know my argument to that was genuinely like bro it's not affecting my my work you know, um, I'm still doing what's required of me. And I've, and this is not just at my workplace. I think this is at many, many workplaces where a dress code, particularly if you're not face-to-face -face with your clients and customers and stuff like that, as long as you're doing what's required of you from a work perspective, what should it matter what you wear? I mean, I used to work in a call centre, right? And they used to tell you to wear formal wear, meaning you come into work with trousers and shoes and you know, shirts tucked in, belts, and the rest of it. But to be on the phone for 12 hours as part of a service, you know, an emergency service, and I'm not going to bait out the company and whatever, but to me, that never made sense because on night shifts, you could come in casuals, joggers and tees and trainers and whatever, but you're still doing the same job. So what difference did it make? You know, you're still taking 
X amount of calls, you're still processing whatever you need to do. And that dress code aspect just never really made sense to me. Going back to the question, there's been plenty of days where I've not worn a hat, but it just depends on the circumstance. In all fairness, I think all of my hat wearing over the past, you know, sort of like 10 to 15 years has very much um, contributed to my significant hair loss because man is going bold out here, bruv. Imagine I went to Turkey, didn't even get a hair treatment. It's peak. Someone pay for me. I'll go back. Last question. How does it feel being the oldest and only son and does your mum annoy you? <laughs> Flipping out. This was actually my mum who asked me this question. Um, how does it feel being the oldest and only son? I suppose at this point it's normal. Uh, I don't know if this applies for anyone else, but being like the only son, the oldest, um, you feel a certain air of responsibility falls on your shoulders, um, particularly when your parents start hitting old age. And I think the relationship that I've got with my sisters is quite different to many other brothers and sisters you know my sisters I'm not all up in their faces I'm not all up in their business and whatever I just kind of let them do whatever they're doing um I don't ask too many questions and such as whatever but at the same time they know that if anything goes down if they need me for anything you know if shit goes down in any respect or they just need a bit of support they just need someone to talk to or whatever they just got a ring you know, they just got to message me, text me, ring me, come see me, whatever. Um, and that's what it is, man. I think it's that responsibility of being an older brother. You know, you're kind of lining up to essentially take over from your pops, innit? Because there's only so much your dad can do when he hits a certain age where he's going to be like, okay, I'm done now, man. I've done my fair share of parenting. And yeah, and I feel like my dad's almost at that stage now because... Right now, he's um, just wanting to holiday, man. He's got, been travelling the world and that. So I think in them times there, when my dad's not about, my sisters know that, okay, shit pops off. Obviously, they've got their respective husbands, apart from one who's quite younger. Um, but they know that, obviously, they can turn to me. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Um, does your mum annoy you? Again, I think this is with everyone, man. It just depends on the day and the time that you ring me. If you want to speak to me. You know, like, me, in general, I'm not a very on-the-phone type of person. I don't like to have mad, lengthy conversations. So if you're going to ring me, ring me with a purpose to ask me a question, to ask me whatever. If you're going to ring me to literally just nag at me, then I'd much rather you don't. <laughs> you know, I've said this to my mum in person, so this is why. This is the only reason I'm actually saying this on the pod, is I've said this to my mum. Like, if you're going to ring me just to have a go at me for something, then... Don't ring me, just message me and just tell me and then I'll work on it. Do you know what I mean? I'll try and improve. It's all about self-healing and improvement at the end of the day. You know what I mean? But no, mum um, doesn't annoy me, man. Mum's just mum, innit? I think everyone's mum be the same. You know, making sure you're fed, you're clothed, you're housed. You know, you're doing things correct. You're looking after your wife and your kids and you, you know, you're all right financially. You're all right emotionally. You're all right with this and that and everything that's going on. Then they want to sit there and go, oh, did you hear about such and such, and such going on? And I'm like, mom, listen, yeah, listen, honestly, I'm not even about it. I don't want to know what's going on in everyone else's life, man. I just want to live in peace and harmony. Do you get what I'm trying to say? But yeah, I think mums all around the world be like that, man. Shit, it's mad. Um, but yeah, that's it. That wraps it up for the questions, man. You know what? Thank you very much for everyone who sent in a question. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a bit of a random one, but I thought, you know what? I need to just kind of reflect on everything that's happened 
since I've started a pod and I need to just come back and bring it back to what it was and um, this is it man so going forward I've got so much more content coming up I've got so many more episodes coming up and um, I'll try and get them out more regularly man I promise you I promise you but for now this has been myself MP this has been real talk I've answered all your questions and I've done all the reviews but for now you know what to do people stay blessed This has been the Real Talk Podcast with myself, MP. Hope you enjoyed listening, and if you have, why not check out some of the other episodes I have on the pod. For any feedback or to get in touch with myself, you know what to do, guys. Drop me a message on Instagram at mp.realtalk.